0: leaders of the non-Aryans, and I, besides them, cast also, ye, those, protest. dead bodies, Pisika, evil spirits, Buda, Jin, kasmanda, a special type of evil spirit, Yadah, Aquatics, Mraga, animals, Paxian hisa, giant eagles, Yat, anything, cast and everything, Lok in the world, Begavit, possessed of bega, or extraordinary power. Mahasvat, of a special degree, Ajahsahasvat, specific mental and sensual dexterity, Balavat, Possessed of strength, Xamavat, possessed of forgiveness, Shri, beauty, Kri, ashamed of impious acts, vidyuti, riches, Atmavit, possessed of intelligence, adbuda wonderful, Arnam Race, Tadvam specific truth, Param, transcendental, rupavat as if the form of, Asvarupam, not the form of the Lord. Translation. I myself left square bracket Brahma right square bracket, Lord Shiva, Lord Vishnu, great generators of living beings like Daksha and Prajapati. Yourselves left square bracket Narada and the Qurus right square bracket, heavenly demigods like Indra and Kandra, the leaders of the Berloka planets, the leaders of the earthly planets, the leaders of the lower planets, the leaders of the Gandharva planets, the leaders of the Vidyatara planets, the leaders of the Paranaloka planets, the leaders of the Yaxis, Raxus, and Uragus, the great sages, the great demons, the great atheists, and the great spacemen, as well as the dead bodies, evil spirits, Satans, jinn, Cosmandus, great aquatics, great beasts and great birds, etc. In other words, anything and everything which is exceptionally possessed of power, opulence, mental and perceptual dexterity, strength, forgiveness, beauty, modesty, opulence, and breeding, whether in form or formless, may appear to be the specific truth and the form of the Lord, but actually they are not so. They are only a fragment of the transcendental potency of the Lord. PURPORT Those in the list given above, beginning from the name Ramaji, the first living creature within the universe, down to Lord Shiva, Lord Visnu, Narada, and other powerful demigods, men, supermen, sages, rasis, and other lower creatures of extraordinary strength and opulence, including the dead bodies, satans, evil spirits, jain, aquatics, birds and beasts, may appear to be the supreme lord but factually none of them is the Supreme Lord, every one of them possesses only a fragment of the great potencies of the Supreme Lord. The less intelligent man is surprised to see the wonderful actions of material phenomena, as the Aborigines are fearful of a great thunderbolt, a great and gigantic banyan tree, or a great lofty mountain in the jungle. For such undeveloped human beings, merely the slight display of the Lord's potency is captivating. A still more advanced person is captivated by the powers of the demigods and goddesses. Therefore, those who are simply astonished by the powers of anything in the creation of the Lord, without any factual information of the Lord himself, are known as sactas, or worshippers of the great powers. The modern scientist is also captivated by the wonderful actions and reactions of natural phenomena and therefore is also a sacta. These lower grade persons gradually rise to become Suryas, worshippers of the Sun God, or Ganapatias, worshippers of the mass of people as Janet, Janardana or Daradranariana, etc., in the form of Ganapati, and then rise to the platform of worshipping Lord Shiva in search for the ever-existing soul, and then to the stage of worshipping Lord Visnu, the Supersoul, etc., without any information of Govinda, Lord Krishna, who is the original Lord Visnu, in other ways some are worshippers of race, nationality, birds, beasts, evil spirits, satans, etc. The general worship of Sanadeva, the lord of distressful condition, and Devi, the goddess of smallpox, is also common to the mass of people, and there are many foolish men who worship the mass of people or the poor class of men. So different persons, societies and communities, etc., worship some of the potent manifestations of the lord wrongly accepting the powerful object as God. But in this verse it is advised by Brahmaji that none of them is the Supreme Lord, they are only borrowed plumes from the original Almighty Lord Shri Krishna. When the Lord advises in Bhagavad Gita to worship him alone, it is to be understood that worshiping Lord Krishna includes worshiping all that is mentioned, because he, Lord Krishna, includes everyone. When the Lord is described as formless in the Vedic literatures, it is to be understood that all these forms mentioned above, within the experience of universal knowledge, are different exhibitions of the Lord's transcendental potencies only, and none of them factually represents the transcendental form of the Lord. But when the Lord actually descends on the earth or anywhere within the universe, the less intelligent class of men also mistake Him to be one of them, and thus they imagine the transcendence to be formless or impersonal. Factually, the Lord is not formless, nor does He belong to any of the multiforms experienced within the universal forms. One should try to know the truth about the Lord by following the instruction of Brahmaji. SB 2.6.46. Text 46. Text. supazan. Word for word meanings. Pranvaniyatah. Chiefly, Yan, all those, Reset, and Mananti worship, Lila, pastimes, a veteran, incarnations, Pira-Sasaya, of the Personality of Godhead, Bhamnah, the Supreme, adam in order to be relished by you, Karna, Ears, Kaseya, Foul Matter, Sazan, that which evaporates, Anakramasai, shall state one after another, Te, they, Iman. As they are in my heart, an all-pleasing to hear. Translation. O Nerida, now I shall state, one after another, the transcendental incarnations of the Lord known as Lila of Hearing of their activities counteracts all foul matters accumulated in the ear. These pastimes are pleasing to hear and are to be relished. Therefore they are in my heart. Purport. As it was said in the beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam. one cannot be fully satisfied by hearing, unless and until one is given a chance to hear of the transcendental activities of the Lord. So Brahmaji is also trying, in this verse, to stress the importance of narrating the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, as he comes and manifests himself here on the surface of the material planets. Every living entity has a tendency to hear pleasing messages, and as such almost every one of us is inclined to hear news and talks broadcast by the radio stations. But the difficulty is that no one is satisfied at heart by hearing all those messages. The cause of such dissatisfaction is the incompatibility of the message with the innermost stratum of the living soul. This transcendental literature is especially prepared by Srila Vyasadeva to give the utmost satisfaction to the people in general by narration of the activities of the Lord, as instructed by Sri Narada Muni to Srila Vyasadeva. Such activities of the Lord are principally of two varieties. One concerns the mundane manifestation of the material creative force, and the other deals with his pastimes in the form of different incarnations in terms of the time and place. There are innumerable incarnations of the Lord, like the waves of the river flowing constantly in and out. Less intelligent persons take more interest in the creative forces of the Lord in the material world, and, being disconnected from their relationship with the Lord, they put forward many theories of the creation in the name of scientific research. The devotees of the Lord, however, know well how the creative forces work concurrently by the action and reaction of the material energy of the Lord. Therefore they take more interest in the transcendental activities of the Lord, as he incarnates himself on the surface of the material world. Srimad Bhagavatam is the history of such activities of the Lord, and people who take interest in hearing Srimad Bhagavatam clear their hearts of accumulated mundane filth. There are a thousand and one rash literatures on the market, but one who has taken interest in the Srimad Bhagavatam loses all interest in such filthy literatures. Shri Brahmaji is thus attempting to narrate the principal incarnations of the Lord, so that they may be drunk by Narada as transcendental nectar. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the Second Canto, Sixth Chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Pyrrhusus Sutta Confirmed. SB 2.7, Scheduled Incarnations with Specific Functions. 7. Scheduled Incarnations with Specific Functions. SB 2.7.1. Text 1. Text. Brahmavaka yatra dyatah ksiditala duranaya bighart Kradam tanam sakala yajnamayam ananta enter maharnava apagadam adi daytayam tamdam strayadrumiva vajradero datara. Word for word meanings. Brahma yuvaka, Lord Brahma said, Yatra, at that time, when, yudhyatah, attempted, ksiditala, the planet earth, a for the matter of lifting, bighart, assumed, krodham, pastimes, tanam, form, Sakula. Total, Yajnamayam, all inclusive sacrifices, Ananta, the unlimited, enter, within the universe, Mata Arnav, the great Garbha ocean, Apagadam, having arrived at, Adi, the first, daytime demon, Tam, him, damstraya, by the tusk, Adrim, the flying mountains, Iva, like, Vajradara, the controller of the thunderbolts, Datara. pierced. Translation. Lord Brahma said, when the unlimitedly powerful Lord assumed the form of a boar as a pastime, just to lift the planet Earth, which was drowned in the great ocean of the universe called the Garbhadaka, the first demon left square bracket Ironiaxa right square bracket appeared, and the Lord pierced him with his tusk. Purport Since the beginning of creation, the demons and the demigods, or the Vaisnavas, are always the two classes of living beings to dominate the planets of the universes. Lord Brahma is the first demigod. And here Niaxa is the first demon in this universe. Only under certain conditions do the planets float, as weightless balls in the air, and as soon as these conditions are disturbed, the planets may fall down in the Garbhanic Ocean, which covers half the universe. The other half is the spherical dome within which the innumerable planetary systems exist. The floating of the planets in the weightless areas due to the inner constitution of the globes, and the modernized drilling of the earth to exploit oil from within is a sort of disturbance by the modern demons and can result in a greatly harmful reaction to the floating condition of the earth. A similar disturbance was created formerly by the demons headed by Uraniaxa, the great exploiter of the gold rush, and the earth was detached from its weightless condition and fell down into the Garbhodak Ocean. The Lord, as maintainer of the whole creation of the material world, therefore assumed the gigantic form of a boar with a proportionate snob and picked up the earth from within the water of Garbhanaka. Shri Jayadeva Gosvali, the great vaisnava poet, sang, as follows. Vasati Dasana Sikhar Tavalanasasini Kalankakaliva Niminakasavadratasukararupa Jajagadisahar. O Kesava! O Supreme Lord who have assumed the form of a boar! O Lord! The planet Earth rested on your tusks, and it appeared like the moon engraved with spots. Such is the symptom of an incarnation of the Lord. The incarnation of the Lord is not the concocted idea of fanciful men who create an incarnation out of imagination. The incarnation of the Lord appears under certain extraordinary circumstances like the above-mentioned occasion, and the incarnation performs a task which is not even imaginable by the tiny brain of mankind. The modern creators of the many cheap incarnations may take note of the factual incarnation of God, as the gigantic boar with a suitable snout to carry the planet Earth. When the Lord appeared to pick up the Earth, the demon of the name Hiraniyaksa tried to create a disturbance in the methodical functions of the Lord, and therefore he was killed by being pierced by the Lord's tusk. According to Srila Jivagosvami, the demon Hiraniyaksa was killed by the hand of the Lord. Therefore his version is that after being killed by the hand of the lord the demon was pierced by the tusk Srila of his benefacta confirms this version SB2.7.2 text 2 text jeto ruserjanae et suiamin suia adna aquti sooner am unafadexinam locatrae passia matat mator adortum beam divina mununa hera ribiana word for word meanings jada was born, Rusa, of the wife of Prajapati, Ajanait, gave birth, Suyaman, headed by Suyama, Suaiajna, Suaiajna, Acuti Suna, of the son of Acuti, amaran the demigods. Atha, thus, Daxinaim, unto the wife of the name Daxina, Loka, the planetary systems, Trevasia, of the three, Matum, very great, Atarat, diminished, yet, all those, Artem. Distresses, Svayamahuvena, by the man who names Yuva Manuna, by the father of mankind, Hari, Hari, Iti, thus, Anutta, named. Translation. The Prajapati first begot Suyajna, in the womb of his wife Akuti, and then Suyajna begot demigods, headed by Suayama, in the womb of his wife Daxina. Suayajna, as the Indra Deva, diminished very great miseries in the three planetary systems left square bracket upper, lower and intermediate right square bracket, and because he so diminished the miseries of the universe, he was later called hari by the great father of mankind, namely Sveyambu the Manu. Purport. In order to guard against the invention of unauthorized incarnations of God by the fanciful, less intelligent persons, the name of the Father of the bona fide incarnation is also mentioned in the authorized revealed scriptures. No one, therefore, can be accepted as an incarnation of the Lord, if his Father's name, as well as the name of the village or place in which he appears is not mentioned by the authorized scriptures. In the Bhagavata Purana, the name of the Khaki incarnation, which is to take place in almost 400,000 years, is mentioned along with the name of his father and the name of the village in which he will appear. A sane man, therefore, does not accept any cheap edition of an incarnation without reference to the authorized scriptures. SB 2.7.3 Text 3 Text Jaj Kakarda Magrahad Vija samam the Utaiam stribiasam Nagasgirat Magadam Svamatra Usweatmasamlam Guna Sangapam Prapid. Word for word meanings. Jaj took birth, Gas also. Kardama, the Prajaspati named Kardama, in the house of Dvija, Brahmana, Devahutayam, in the womb of Devahuti, stripped by women, Samam, accompanied by Navasya, by nine, at Magadam, spiritual realization, Svamachar, unto his own mother, Yus, uttered, Yaya, by which, Atmasamalam, coverings of the Spirit-soul, Sangha, associated with the modes of nature, Pankam, Bud, Asman, this very life, Vinhuaya, being washed off, kapilasaya of Lord Kapila, madam, liberation, prepped, achieved. Translation. The Lord then appeared as the Kapila incarnation, being the son of the Prajapati Brahmana Kardama and his wife, Devahuti, along with nine other women left-square-bracket sisters right-square-bracket. He spoke to his mother about self-realization, by which, in that very lifetime, she became fully cleansed of the mud of the material modes and thereby achieved liberation, the path of Kapila. PURPORT The instructions of Lord Kapila to his mother Devahuti are fully described in the third canto, chapters 25 to 32, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, and anyone who follows the instructions can achieve the same liberation obtained by Devahuti. The Lord spoke Bhagavad Gita, and thereby Arjuna achieved self-realization, and even today anyone who follows the path of Arjuna can also attain the same benefit as Sri Arjuna. The scriptures are meant for this purpose. Foolish, unintelligent persons make their own interpretations by imagination and thus mislead their followers, causing them to remain in the dungeon of material existence. However, simply by following the instructions imparted by Lord Krishna or Lord Kapila, One can obtain the highest benefit, even today. The word atmagadam is significant in the sense of perfect knowledge of the Supreme. One should not be satisfied simply by knowing the qualitative equality of the Lord and the living being. One should know the Lord as much as can be known by our limited knowledge. It is impossible for the Lord to be known perfectly, as He is, even by such liberated persons, as Shiva or Brahma, so what to speak of other demigods or men in this world? Still, by following the principles of the great devotees and the instructions available in the scriptures, one can know to a considerable extent the features of the Lord. His Lordship Kapila, the incarnation of the Lord, instructed his mother fully about the personal form of the Lord, and thereby she realized the personal form of the Lord and was able to achieve a place in the vacant the where Lord Kapila predominates. Every incarnation of the Lord has his own abode in the spiritual sky. Therefore Lord Kapila also has his separate Vaikuntha planet. The spiritual sky is not void. There are innumerable Vaikuntha planets, and in each of them the Lord, by his innumerable expansions, predominates, and the pure devotees who are there also live in the same style as the Lord and his eternal associates. When the Lord descends personally or by his personal plenary expansions, such incarnations are called Amsa, Kala, Guna, Yuga and Manvantara incarnations, and when the Lord's associates descend by the order of the Lord, such incarnations are called Saktyavisa Avisa incarnations. But in all cases all the incarnations are supported by the invulnerable statements of the authorized scriptures, and not by any imagination of some self-interested propagandist. Such incarnations of the Lord, in either of the above categories, always declare the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be the ultimate truth. The impersonal conception of the supreme truth is just a process of negation of the form of the Lord from the mundane conception of the supreme truth. The living entities, by their very constitution, are spiritually as good as the Lord, and the only difference between them is that the Lord is always supreme and pure, without contamination by the modes of material nature, whereas the living entities are apt to be contaminated by association with the material modes of goodness, passion and ignorance. This contamination by the material modes can be washed off completely by knowledge, renunciation and devotional service. Devotional service to the Lord is the ultimate issue, and therefore those who are directly engaged in the devotional service of the Lord not only acquire the necessary knowledge in spiritual science, but also attain detachment from material connection and are thus promoted to the kingdom of God by complete liberation, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 14.26. Man back to Sagun and and Even in the non-liberated stage, a living entity can be directly engaged in the transcendental loving service of the personality of Godhead Lord Krishna or his plenary expansions like Rama and Narasimha. Thus, with the proportionate improvement of such transcendental devotional service, the devotee makes definite progress toward Brahmagadham or Atmagadham, and ultimately attains Kapalasiagadham, or the abode of the Lord, without difficulty. The antiseptic potency of devotional service to the Lord is so great that it can neutralize the material infection even in the present life of a devotee. A devotee does not need to wait for his next birth for complete liberation. Sb 2.7.4 text 4. text atra pati am and he thanks hot us don't bathe maya homi diat beg said that he had patapan him word for word meanings atra of the sage atri, a patayam, issue and he having prayed for aha, said it thus being satisfied daga given over maya by me, Atom, myself, it, thus, yet, because, begavan, the personality of Godhead, sah, he, dahaha, datatria, yatpada, one whose feet, pankaja, lotus, paraga, dust, pavitra, purified, dehaha, body, yoga, mystic, radhim, opulence, apaha, god, abhayim, for both the worlds, yadu, the father of the yadu dynasty, heheya diaha, and others, like king heheya. Translation the great sage Atri prayed for offspring, and the Lord, being satisfied with him, promised to incarnate as Atri's son, Datatria left square bracket, the son of Atri right square bracket. And by the grace of the lotus feet of the Lord, many Yadis, Heheas, etc., became so purified that they obtained both material and spiritual blessings. Purport Transcendental relations between the personality of Godhead and the living entities are eternally established in five different affectionate humors, which are known as Santa, Dasaya, Sakhya, Vatsalaya, and Madhuriya. The sage Atri was related with the Lord in the affectionate Vatsalaya humor, and therefore, as a result of his devotional perfection, he was inclined to have the personality of Godhead as his son. The Lord accepted his prayer, and he gave himself as the son of Atri. Such a relation of sonhood between the Lord and His pure devotees can be cited in many instances. And because the Lord is unlimited, He has an unlimited number of father devotees. Factually the Lord is the Father of all living entities, but out of transcendental affection and love between the Lord and His devotees, the Lord takes more pleasure in becoming the son of a devotee than in becoming one's father. The Father actually serves the Son, whereas the Son only demands all sorts of services from the Father, therefore a pure devotee who is always inclined to serve the Lord wants him as the Son, and not as the Father. The Lord also accepts such service from the devotee, and thus the devotee becomes more than the Lord. The impersonalists desire to become one with the Supreme, but the devotee becomes more than the Lord, surpassing the desire of the greatest monist. Parents and other relatives of the Lord achieve all mystic opulences automatically because of their intimate relationship with the Lord. Such opulences include all details of material enjoyment, salvation, and mystic powers. Therefore, the devotee of the Lord does not seek them separately, wasting his valuable time in life. The valuable time of one's life must therefore be fully engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Then other desirable achievements are automatically gained. But even after obtaining such achievements, one should be on guard against the pitfall of offenses at the feet of the devotees. The vivid example is Heheya, who achieved all such perfection in devotional service but, because of his offense at the feet of a devotee, was killed by Lord Parashurama. The Lord became the son of the great sage Atri and became known as Datatria. SB 2.7.5 Text 5 Text Tapta tapo of vintalocus is ruxa me sanits that tapas a sack had a sano but prakalpus ample of an estimate have metapvum sama agagagadamuneo yad a cacsiditman. Word for word meanings. Taptam, having undergone austerities, tapah, penance, viventaloka, different planetary systems, sisruksaya, desiring to create, me, of mine, a doll, at first, sanat, from the personality of Godhead, svatapasah, by dint of my own penances, sah, he, the Lord, kadasana the four bachelors named sanatkumara, sanaka, sanandana, and sanatana, and hut, appeared. Prak, previous, kalpa, creation, samplava, in the inundation, the nestum, devastated, ayah, in this material world, atma, the spirit, tabvam, truth, samayak, incomplete, jagada, became manifested, Muneah, sages, yet that which, akaksada, saw clearly, atman, the spirit. Translation to create different planetary systems, I had to undergo austerities and penance, and the Lord, thus being pleased with me, incarnated in Four Sanas: Left Square Bracket Sanaka, Sanipura, Sanandana, and Sanatana Right Square Bracket. In the previous creation, the spiritual truth was devastated, but the Four Sanas explained it so nicely that the truth at once became clearly perceived by the sages. Purport. The Visnusa Hasranama prayers mention the Lord's name as Sanat and Sanatanatama. The Lord and the living entities are both qualitatively Sanatana, or eternal, but the Lord is Sanatanatama or the eternal in the superlative degree. The living entities are positively Sanatana, but not superlatively, because the living entities are apt to fall to the atmosphere of non-eternity. Therefore, the living entities are quantitatively different from the superlative Sanatana, the Lord. The word sin is also used in the sense of charity, therefore when everything is given up in charity unto the Lord, the Lord reciprocates by giving himself unto the devotee. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, 4.11, Yehath a man Ji wanted to create the whole cosmic situation, as it was in the previous millennium, and because, in the last devastation, knowledge of the Absolute Truth was altogether erased from the universe, he desired that the same knowledge again be renovated, otherwise there would be no meaning in the creation. Because transcendental knowledge is a prime necessity, the ever-conditioned souls are given a chance for liberation in every millennium of creation. This mission of Brahmagy was fulfilled by the grace of the Lord when the four Sanas, namely Sanaka, Sanad Kumara, Sanandana and Sanatana, appeared as his four sons. These four Sanas were incarnations of the knowledge of the Supreme Lord, and as such they explained transcendental knowledge so explicitly that all the sages could at once assimilate this knowledge without the least difficulty. By following in the footsteps of the four Kumaras, one can at once see the Supreme Personality of Godhead within oneself. SB 2.7.6. Text 6. Text. Dharmansiya daxa dujevri aginistamirtiam nere ano naradis vatapah prabham vah drast vatmano baga vadoniyam velapam diviastis masaka. Word for word meanings. Dharmatsaya, of Dharma, the controller of religious principles, Daksa, Daksa, one of the Prajapatis, Dhuhevari, unto the daughter, Ajanista, took birth, Murtiam, of the name Murti, Narayana, Narayana, Nire, Nara, Nara, Iti, thus, Svetaka, personal penances, Prabhava, strength, Drastva, by seeing, Atmana, of his own, Bhagavata, of the personality of Godhead. Niayama of breaking the vow, Devaya, celestial beauties, to, but, ananga Pratanna, companion of Cupid, Gabbidam, to happen, na, never, second, made possible. Translation. To exhibit his personal way of austerity and penance, he appeared in twin forms as Narayana and Nara in the womb of Murdi, the wife of Dharma and the daughter of Daxa. Celestial beauties, the companions of Cupid, went to try to break his vows, but they were unsuccessful, for they saw that many beauties like them were emanating from him, the Personality of Godhead. PURPORT. The Lord, being the source of everything that be, is the origin of all austerities and penances also. Great vows of austerity are undertaken by sages to achieve success in self-realization. Human life is meant for such tapasaya, with the great vow of celibacy, or brahmacharya. In the rigid life of Tupasaya, there is no place for the association of women. And because human life is meant for tapasaya, for self-realization, factual human civilization, as conceived by the system of Sanatana Dharma or the school of forecasts and four orders of life, prescribes rigid dissociation from woman in three stages of life. In the order of gradual cultural development, one's life may be divided into four divisions, celibacy, household life, retirement, and renunciation. During the first stage of life, up to 25 years of age, a man may be trained as a brahmachari. Under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master just to understand that woman is the real binding force in material existence. If one wants to get freedom from the material bondage of conditional life, he must get free from the attraction for the form of woman. Woman, or the fair sex, is the enchanting principle for the living entities, and the male form, especially in the human being, is meant for self-realization. The whole world is moving under the spell of womanly attraction, and as soon as a man becomes united with a woman, he at once becomes a victim of material bondage under a tight knot. The desires for lording it over the material world under the intoxication of a false sense of lordship, specifically begin just after the man's unification with a woman. The desires for acquiring a house, possessing land, having children and becoming prominent in society, the affection for community and the place of birth, and the hankering for wealth, which are all like phantasmagoria or illusory dreams, encumber a human being, and he is thus impeded in his progress toward self-realization, the real aim of life. The Brahmachari, or a boy from the age of five years, especially from the higher castes, namely from the scholarly parents, the Brahmanas, the administrative parents, the kshatriyas, or the mercantile or productive parents, the Vaisyas, is trained until 25 years of age under the care of a bona fide guru or teacher, and under strict observance of discipline he comes to understand the values of lifelong with taking specific training for a livelihood. The brahmachari is then allowed to go home and enter householder life and get married to a suitable woman. But there are many Brahmacharis who do not go home to become householders but continue the life of Nasthika Brahmacharis, without any connection with women. They accept the Order of sannyasa or the Renounced Order of Life, knowing well that combination with women is an unnecessary burden that checks self-realization. Since sex desire is very strong at a certain stage of life, the guru may allow the brahmachari to marry. This license is given to a brahmachari who is unable to continue the way of nasthika brahmachariya. And such discriminations are possible for the bona fide guru. A program of so-called family planning is needed. The householder who associates with women under scriptural restrictions, after a thorough training of brahmachariya, cannot be a householder like cats and dogs. Such a householder, after 50 years of age, would retire from the association of woman, as a that prastha to be trained to live alone without the association of woman. When the practice is complete, the same retired householder becomes a seniac, strictly separate from woman, even from his married wife. Studying the whole scheme of disassociation from women. It appears that a woman is a stumbling block for self-realization, and the Lord appeared as Narayana to teach the principle of womanly disassociation with a vow in life. The demigods, being envious of the austere life of the rigid Bramacurus, would try to cause them to break their vows by dispatching soldiers of Cupid. But in the case of the Lord, it became an unsuccessful attempt when the celestial beauties saw that the Lord can produce innumerable such beauties by his mystic internal potency and that there was consequently no need to be attracted by others externally. There is a common proverb that a confectioner is never attracted by sweetmeats. The confectioner, who is always manufacturing sweetmeats has very little desire to eat them. Similarly, the Lord, by his pleasure potential powers, can produce innumerable spiritual beauties and not be the least attracted by the false beauties of material creation. One who does not know alleges foolishly that Lord Krishna enjoyed women in his Rasalila in Vrindavana or with his 16,000 married wives at Tverika. SB 2.7.7. Text 7. Text. Kamam dahanti kratino nanu rosa drastia rasam Dahantum utin ad adhanti so mana mad alam previsan bibhidi kamam katham nu mana hsraida. Word for word meanings. Camum lust, dahanti, chastise, kratina, great stalwarts, nanu, but, rosa drastia, by wrathful glance, rasam. Ref the Hantam, being overwhelmed, Yuda, although, te, they, na, cannot, the hanti subjugate, a sahayim, intolerable, Sah, that, am him, yet, because, and terim, within, Alam, however, provision Entering, Bibhidi, is afraid of, Kama, lust, Katham, how, new, as a matter of fact, Punah again, Asaya, his manah, mind, Sreida, take shelter of. Translation, Great stalwarts like Lord Shiva can, by their wrathful glances, overcome lust and vanquish him, yet they cannot be free from the overwhelming effects of their own wrath. Such wrath can never enter into the heart of him left square bracket the Lord right square bracket, who is above all this. So how can lust take shelter in his mind? PURPORT When Lord Shiva was engaged in severely austere meditation, Cupid, the demigod of lust, threw his arrow of sex desire, Lord Shiva, thus being angry at him, glanced at Cupid in great wrath, and at once the body of Cupid was annihilated. Although Lord Shiva was so powerful, he was unable to get free from the effects of such wrath. But in the behavior of Lord Visnu, there is no incident of such wrath at any time. On the contrary, Brahunyuni tested the tolerance of the Lord by purposely kicking his chest. But instead of being angry at Bragumuni the Lord begged his pardon, saying that Bragumuni's leg might have been badly hurt, because his chest is too hard. The Lord has the sign of the foot of Bragupada as the mark of tolerance. The Lord, therefore, is never affected by any kind of wrath, so how can there be any place for lust, which is less strong than wrath? When lust or desire is not fulfilled, there is the appearance of wrath, but in the absence of wrath how can there be any place for lust? The Lord is known as Aptakama, or one who can fulfill his desires by himself. He does not require anyone's help to satisfy his desires. The Lord is unlimited, and therefore his desires are also unlimited. All living entities but the Lord are limited in every respect, how then can the limited satisfy the desires of the unlimited? The conclusion is that the absolute personality of Godhead has neither lust nor anger, and even if there is sometimes a show of lust and anger by the absolute, it should be considered an absolute benediction. SB 2.7.8 Text 8 Text Word-for-word word meanings Ench'd by Sapatni, a co-wife, Udida, uttered by Patribbia, by sharp words, anti, just before, Rajna, of the king, Bala, a boy, happy, although, sin, being so, a pagata, took to tapis, severe penances, vanini, in a great forest, tesme therefore, Adat, gave as a reward, Druva Gadim, a path to the Druva planet, Granate, on being prayed for, Prasanna, being satisfied, Divaya, denizens of. Higher planets, Stuvanti, Dupre, Munea, great sages, yet, thereupon, Aperi, up, adestat, down. Translation. Being insulted by sharp words spoken by the co-wife of the king, even in his presence, Prince Druva, though only a boy, took two severe penances in the forest. And the Lord, being satisfied by his prayer, awarded him the Druva planet, which is worshipped by great sages, both upward and downward. Purport. When he was only five years old, Prince Druva, a great devotee and the son of Maharaja Dhanapada, was sitting on the lap of his father. His stepmother did not like the king's patting her stepson, so she dragged him out, saying that he could not claim to sit on the lap of the king because he was not born out of her womb. The little boy felt insulted by this act of his stepmother. Nor did his father make any protest, for he was too attached to his second wife. After this incident, Prince Druva went to his own mother and complained. His real mother also could not take any step against this insulting behavior, and so she wept. The boy inquired from his mother how he could sit on the royal throne of his father, and the poor queen replied that only the Lord could help him. The boy inquired where the Lord could be seen, and the queen replied that it is said that the Lord is sometimes seen by great sages in the dense forest. The child prince decided to go into the forest to perform severe penances in order to achieve his objective. Prince Dhruva performed a stringent type of penance under the instruction of his spiritual master, Narada Muni, who was specifically deputed for this purpose by the Personality of Godhead. Prince Druva was initiated by Narada into chanting the hymn composed of eighteen letters, namely Amnamo and Lord Vasudeva incarnated himself as Prasnagarbha, the Personality of Godhead with four hands, and awarded the prince a specific planet above the seven stars. Prince Druva, after achieving success in his undertakings, saw the Lord face to face, and he was satisfied that all his needs were fulfilled. The planet awarded to Prince Dhruva Maharaja is a fixed Vakuntha planet, installed in the material atmosphere by the will of the Supreme Lord, Vasudeva. This planet, although within the material world, will not be annihilated at the time of devastation, but will remain fixed in its place. And because it is a vacant the planet never to be annihilated, it is worshipped even by the denizens of the seven stars situated below the Druva planet, as well as by the planets which are even above the Druva planet. Nahar Braghu’s planet is situated above the Druva planet. So the Lord incarnated himself as Prasnagarbha just to satisfy a pure devotee of the Lord and Prince Druva achieved this perfection simply by chanting the hymn mentioned above, after being initiated by another pure devotee, Narada, A serious personality can thus achieve the highest perfection of meeting the Lord and attain his objective simply by being guided by a pure devotee, who automatically approaches by dint of one's serious determination to meet the Lord by all means. The description of Prince Druva's activities can be read in detail in the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. SB 2.7.9. Text 9. Text. Yat venom at pithagatam dvija vakaya vajra nisplusta parusa begam near patantam tradvrthital jagati patra padam kalebhdugta vasuni vasatasikalani yena Word for word meanings. Yat, when, venom, unto King Vena, ut going astray from the righteous path, dvija, of the Brahmanas, vakaya, words of cursing, vajra, thunderbolt, misplusta being burnt by, Arousa, great deeds, Begum, opulence, Nere, into hell, Patantum, going down, trāva, by delivering, Arthitah, so being prayed for, Jagati, on the world. Patrapatam, the position of the sun, cast as well as, Lebh, achieved, Dugta, exploited, Vasuni, produce, Vaseta, the earth, Sakalini, all kinds of, yina, by whom. Translation. Maharaja Vena went astray from the path of righteousness, and the brahmanas chastised him by the thunderbolt curse. By this King Vena was burnt with his good deeds and opulence and was en route to hell. The Lord, by his causeless mercy, descended as his son, by the name of Prudu, delivered the condemned King Vena from hell, and exploited the earth by drawing all kinds of crops as produce. Purport. According to the system of Varnasramadharma, the pious and learned Brahmanas were the natural guardians of society. The Brahmanas, by their learned labor of love, would instruct the administrator kings how to rule the country in complete righteousness, and thus the process would go on as a perfect welfare state. The kings or the Ksatriya administrators would always consult the council of learned Brahmanas. They were never autocratic monarchs. The scriptures like Manu Samhita and other authorized books of the great sages were guiding principles for ruling the subjects, and there was no need for less intelligent persons to manufacture a code of law in the name of democracy. The less intelligent mass of people have very little knowledge of their own welfare, as a child has very little knowledge of its future well-being. The experienced father guides the innocent child towards the path of progress, and the childlike mass of people need similar guidance. The standard welfare codes are already there in the Manu Samhita and other Vedic literatures. The learned Brahmanas would advise the king in terms of those standard books of knowledge and with reference to the particular situation of time and place. Such Brahmanas were not paid servants of the king, and therefore they had the strength to dictate to the king on the principles of scriptures. This system continued even up to the time of Maharaja Kendra and the Brahmana Kanakaya was his unpaid prime minister. Maharaja Veena did not adhere to this principle of ruling, and he disobeyed the learned Brahmanas. The broad-minded Brahmanas were not self-interested, but looked to the interest of complete welfare for all the subjects. They wanted to chastise King Veena for his misconduct and so prayed to the Almighty Lord as well as first the King. Long life, obedience, good reputation, righteousness. Prospects of being promoted to higher planets, and blessings of great personalities are all vanquished simply by disobedience to a great soul. One should strictly try to follow in the footsteps of great souls. Maharajavina became a king, undoubtedly due to his past deeds of righteousness, but because he willfully neglected the great souls, he was punished by the loss of all the above mentioned acquisitions. In the Vamana Purana, the history of Maharajavina and his degradation are fully described. When Maharaja Pradu heard about the hellish condition of his father, Veena, who was suffering from leprosy in the family of Amleka, he at once brought the former king to Kiruksatra for his purification and relieved him of all sufferings. Maharaja Pradhu, the incarnation of God, descended by the prayer of the Brahmanas to rectify the disorders on earth. He produced all kinds of crops. But, at the same time, he performed the duty of a son who delivers his father from hellish conditions. The word Patra means one who delivers from hell, called put. That is a worthy son. SB 2.7.10. Text 10. Text. Madhara sabha Asasu Dvi Suner Yodva Sama D R J Jada Yoga Karayam Yatperamahams Iam Rasaya Padamamanantis Vastvah Prasanta paramat Sangma. Word for word meanings. Nabha, by Maharajan Nabha, Asa, the personality of Godhead, Rasabha, Rasabha, Asa, became, Sudivi, Sudivi, Sunnah, the son of, Yah, who, they, certainly, takira performed, Sama, K equivalenced, Jada, material, Yodakarayam, performance of yoga, Yat, which, Paramahamsayam, the highest stage of perfection, Rasayah, the learned sages, Padam, situation, Amananti, do accept, Svastvah, self-reposed, prasanta, suspended, karana, the material senses, paramukta, perfectly liberated, sangma material contamination. Translation. The Lord appeared as the son of Sudhivi, the wife of King Madhvi, and was known as Rasadhadeva. He performed materialistic yoga to equivalence the mind. This stage is also accepted as the highest perfectional situation of liberation, wherein one is situated in oneself and is completely satisfied purport. Out of many types of mystic performances for self-realization, the process of jada yoga is also one accepted by authorities. This jatha yoga involves practicing becoming like a dumb stone and not being affected by material reactions. Just as a stone is indifferent to all kinds of attacks and reattacks of external situations, similarly one practices jatha yoga by tolerating voluntary infliction of pain upon the material body. Such yogis, out of many self-infliction methods, practice plucking out the hairs on their heads, without shaving and without any instrumental help. But the real purpose of such jada yoga practice is to get free from all material affection and to be completely situated in the self. At the last stage of his life, Emperor Sadhadeva wandered like a dumb madman, unaffected by all kinds of bodily mistreatment. Seeing him like a madman, wandering naked with long hair and a long beard, less intelligent children and men in the street used to spit on him and urinate on his body. He used to lie in his own stool and never move. But the stool of his body was fragrant like the smell of fragrant flowers, and a saintly person would recognize him as a Paramahamsa, one in the highest state of human perfection. One who is not able to make his stool fragrant should not, however, imitate Emperor Sadhadeva. The practice of Jata Yoga was possible for Sambha and others on the same level of perfection, but such an uncommon practice is impossible for an ordinary man. The real purpose of Jata Yoga, as mentioned here in this verse, is prasantakarana, or subduing the senses. The whole process of Yoga, under whatever heading it may be, is to control the unbridled material senses and thus prepare oneself for self-realization. In this age specifically, this Jada Yoga cannot be of any practical value, but on the other hand the practice of Bhakti Yoga is feasible, because it is just suitable for this age. The simple method of hearing from the right source, Srimad Bhagavatam, will lead one to the highest perfectional stage of yoga. Rasadha was the son of King Nadhi and the grandson of King Anandha, and he was the father of King Bharata, after whose name this planet Earth was called Bharata Rasandhadeva's mother was also known as Merudivi, although her name is mentioned here as Sudivi. It is sometimes proposed that Sudivi was another wife of King Madhvi, but since King Rasandhadeva is mentioned elsewhere as the son of Merudivi, it is clear that Merudivi and Sudivi are the same person under different names. SB 2.7.11. Text 11. Text. Satra Mamasabhavan Hayasur Satho Saxit sa yajnapirusis tapanayavarna chandameo makhameo piladevatma vako babyuvar usatasva Word for word meanings. Satra, in the sacrificial ceremony, mama, of mine, Asa, appeared, begavan the personality of Godhead, Haya with his horse-like head, Atha, thus, saxit, directly, sa he, yajnapirusa. The person who is pleased by performances of sacrifice, Tapenaya, Golden, Varna, Yu, Chandahmeh, Personified Vedic Hymns, Bakhammeh, Personified. Sacrifices, Akila, All that be, devajatma, The soul of the Demigods, Vakha, Sounds, Babuva, Become audible, Yusitah, Very pleasing to hear, svasata, While breathing, asaya, Is, nasta, Through the nostrils. Translation. The Lord appeared. As the Hayagriva incarnation in a sacrifice performed by me left square bracket Brahma right square bracket. He is the personified sacrifices, and the hue of his body is golden. He is the personified Vedas as well, and the super soul of all demigods. When he breathed, all the sweet sounds of the Vedic hymns came out of his nostrils. Purport. The Vedic hymns are generally meant for sacrifices performed by fruitive workers who also want to satisfy the demigods to achieve their fruitive result. But the Lord is the personified sacrifices and personified Vedic hymns. Therefore one who is directly a devotee of the Lord is a person who has automatically both served the purposes of sacrifices and pleased the demigods. The devotees of the Lord may not perform any sacrifice or may not please the demigods as per Vedic injunctions, and still the devotees are on a higher level than the fruitive workers or the worshippers of different demigods. SB 2.7.12. Text 12. Text. Word for Word Meanings. Matsya, incarnation of the fish, Udayanta, at the end of the millennium, Same, at the time of Manuna, the would be Vasva Dimanu, seen, Xenime-ah, up to the earthly planets, Mikila. All, Jiva, living entities, Mikayaketa, shelter for, Visramsatan. Emanating from, Yuru, great, Bay, out of fear, Selal, in the water, mukhat, from the mouth, the Mine, Adaya, having taken to, Tatra, there, Vijatara enjoyed, hot certainly, Veda Morgan, all the Vedas. Translation. At the end of the millennium, the would be ve Manu of the name Satyavrata, would see, that the Lord in the fish incarnation is the shelter of all kinds of living entities, up to those in the earthly planets. Because of my fear of the vast water at the end of the millennium, the Vedas come out of my left square bracket Brahma's right square bracket mouth, and the Lord enjoys those vast waters and protects the Vedas. PURPORT During one day of Brahma there are fourteen manas, and at the end of each manu there is devastation up to the earthly planets, and the vast water is fearful even to Brahma. So in the beginning of the would be manu such devastation would be seen by him. There would be many other incidents also, such as the killing of the famous Sankhashara. This foretelling is by the past experience of Brahmaji, who knew that in that fearful devastating scene, the Vedas would come out of his mouth, but the Lord in his fish incarnation not only would save all living entities, namely the demigods, animals, men and great sages, but would also save the Vedas. SB 2.7.14 Text 14. Text. Xirad have Amra Danava Yuthapanum and Matnadam Amrata Labdhaya Adi Dima Pristhena Kaku the Gasper Vedatu Sanakanda. Word for word meanings: Xira, milk; Yudah, in the ocean of Amra, the demigods; Danava, the demons; Yuthapanum, of the leaders of both hosts; and Matnadam, while churning; Amra, nectar; Labdhaya, for gaining; Adi the primeval lord. Prasthena by the backbone, Kakapa, tortoise, Vatah, body, Vidatara, assumed, Gautram, the Mandara hill, Madraksana While partly sleeping, Adri Paravarda, rolling the hill, Kasana, scratching, Kanda itching. Translation. The primeval lord then assumed the tortoise incarnation in order to serve as a resting place left square bracket pivot right square bracket for the Mandara mountain, which was acting as a churning rod. The demigods and demons were churning the ocean of milk with the Mandara mountain in order to extract nectar. The mountain moved back and forth, scratching the back of Lord Tortoise, who, while partially sleeping, was experiencing an itching sensation. PURPORT Although it is not in our experience, there is a milk ocean within this universe. Even the modern scientist accepts that there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of planets hovering over our heads, and each of them has different kinds of climatic conditions. Srimad Bhagavatam gives much information which may not tally with our present experience. But as far as Indian sages are concerned, knowledge is received from the Vedic literatures, and the authorities accept without any hesitation that we should look through the pages of authentic books of knowledge, Sastra servat So we cannot deny the existence of the ocean of milk, as stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam, unless and until we have experimentally seen all the planets hovering in space. Since such an experiment is not possible, naturally we have to accept the statement of Srimad Bhagavatam. As it is, because it is so accepted by spiritual leaders like Sridharasvami, Jivagasvami, Visvanatha Kakravarti and others. The Vedic process is to follow in the footsteps of great authorities, and that is the only process for knowing that which is beyond our imagination. The primeval Lord, being all-powerful, can do whatever he likes, and therefore his assuming the incarnation of a tortoise or a fish for serving a particular purpose is not at all astonishing. Therefore we should not have any hesitation whatsoever in accepting the statements of the authentic scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam. The gigantic work of churning the milk ocean by the combined effort of the demigods and the demons required a gigantic resting ground or pivot for the gigantic Mandara hill. Thus to help the attempt of the demigods the primeval lord assumed the incarnation of a gigantic tortoise, swimming in the ocean of milk. At the same time, the mountain scratched his backbone, as he was partially sleeping and thus relieved his itching sensation. SB 2.7.14 Text 14 Text. Trait is to pour Beha San Rasimharampam Kripvas Brahmat Brukuti Dam Strikarla Vactrum Deviendrum Asagede Adipatantam Erid Yura Vidataran Word for word meanings. Trait is to ba, the demigods, Yura Beha, one who vanquishes great fears, sa, he, the personality of Godhead, Nrasimharampam, assuming the incarnation rasimha Kripva, doing so, Brahmat, by rolling, Brukuti, eyebrows. Damstra. Teeth. Kerala. Greatly fearful. Vactrum Mouth. Datia Indrum, The king of the demons. Asu. Immediately. Gadea. With club in hand. And Hypotantum, While falling down. Eret. Nearby. Ura On the thighs. Nipataya Placing on. Vidatara. Pierced. Nakhe. By the nails. Sphurantum. While challenging. Translation. The personality of Godhead assumed the incarnation of Rasimha Deva in order to vanquish the great fears of the demigods. He killed the king of the demons, left square bracket, Kiranayakasapu, right square bracket, who challenged the Lord with a club in his hand, by placing the demon on his thighs and piercing him with his nails, rolling his eyebrows in anger and showing his fearful teeth and mouth. Purport the history of Hiraniakasipu and his great devotee son Pralada Maharaja is narrated in the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hiraniakasipu became very powerful by material achievements and thought himself to be immortal by the grace of Brahmaji. Brahmaji declined to award him the benediction of immortality because he himself is not an immortal being. But Hiraniakasipu derived Brahmaji's benediction in a roundabout way, almost equal to becoming an immortal being. Hiraniakasipu was sure that he would not be killed by any man or demigod or by any kind of known weapon, nor would he die in day or night. The Lord, however, assumed the incarnation of half-man and half-line, which was beyond the imagination of a materialistic demon like Hiraniakasipu, and thus, keeping pace with the benediction of Bramaji, the Lord killed him. He killed him on his lap, so that he was killed neither on the land nor on the water nor in the sky. The demon was pierced by Nrasimha's nails, which were beyond the human weapons imaginable by Hiraniakasipu. The literal meaning of Hiraniakasipu is one who is after gold and soft betting, the ultimate aim of all materialistic men. Such demonic men, who have no relationship with God, gradually become puffed up by material acquisitions and begin to challenge the authority of the Supreme Lord and torture those who are devotees of the Lord. Pralada Maharaja happened to be the son of Hiraniakasipu, and because the boy was a great devotee, his father tortured him to the best of his ability. In this extreme situation, the Lord assumed the incarnation of Nrasimha Deva, and just to finish the enemy of the demigods, the Lord killed Hiraniakasipu in a manner beyond the demon's imagination. Materialistic plans of godless demons are always frustrated by the all-powerful Lord. SB 2.7.15 Text 15 Text. Antahserasi Urublina paid Grayato Grahina Yathapadira Bujahasta Arkahabadam Adi Pirasakila lokam at the turfasrava Word for word meanings. Antahserasi, within the river, urublina, by superior strength, paid. Leg, Grayata, being taken up, Grahina, by the crocodile, Yatha of the leader of the elephants, and Bujahastah. With a lotus flower in the hand, Arta, greatly aggrieved, a hot, addressed, item, like this, Pirusa, the original enjoyer, Lokanatha, the lord of the universe, Turthusramah, as famous, as a place of pilgrimage, Mangala. All good simply by hearing the name, Namadeya, whose holy name is worth chanting. Translation. The leader of the elephants, whose leg was attacked in a river by a crocodile of superior strength, was much aggrieved. Taking a lotus flower in his trunk, he addressed the Lord, saying, O original enjoyer, Lord of the universe! O deliverer, as famous as a place of pilgrimage! All are purified simply by hearing your holy name, which is worthy to be chanted. PURPORT. The history of deliver